Wait a minute, wait turn, a minute. On the radio. turn on the radio My homie got a new show and it's time to play it's it though play it I though. hope right. you got in tune got He talking bigger business bigger He make business. a lot of moves lot of He moves. talking Scott Katoon I'm saying wait a minute Welcome to the Startup Showcase I'm your host Scott Katoon And this is Technory Live from WGN Radio Where Chicago's top tech founders and entrepreneurs come to share their story Joining me, Kevin O'Donnell, you are the co-founder of Motobag. Uh, first off, welcome to the show. Thank you. Second, Motobag, uh, in case you haven't seen this, you've got to see this. Uh, you're going to learn more about this as we talk about this on the show. Um, what an insane and incredible invention. It is essentially a a travel bag. It's a travel bag that you can actually put, you can bring with you, carry on on the airplane, and you can also drive five miles an hour on it, driving all over uh, the airport and have all of your belongings in it. Uh, when I first saw this, I thought it was just insane. So I will post uh, a link to this on our Facebook page so people can check it out if you haven't. But um, how in the hell did you come up with this? Uh, actually, the the idea came to me when I was uh, on a trip to New York where I had sponsored this uh, little family from Chicago of breakdancers. So I bought them their tickets and I flew them out to New York to trial for a Paul Abdul show. And the kids did really well. They made it. And uh, on the way back, I'm with Dad and the four older siblings, and I've got E-Fresh and Turbo riding on the carry-on bags as I'm pulling them and with my backpack. These are I'm, birth names, E-Fresh and Turbo? Oh, no, absolutely not. That's definitely their, their, their show names. So uh, but uh, so we get to the gate, and I was just like, we're putting motors in these because I was like the Sherpa running them around the airport. And you did. Yeah. yeah you actually uh, did. So like, that's the thing. is like most people say things like that. Like, I'm never doing this again. Uh, but then you don't do it, it again. It was, this one, you actually put actual engine and battery and everything else into this bag. How the hell does this work? So, you know, until recently, uh, like we wouldn't have been able to do it seven years ago. But with uh, the advances in battery technology, um, you know, the, the new motors, uh, everything's gotten smaller, um, just like televisions or computers or whatnot. So uh, with that, we were able to develop a bag that is still fully functional where you have like 85% of what you would normally have for storage space in a bag. And then we were able to incorporate things like USB ports into it and, you know, new lightweight materials. We're using magnesium and moving into carbon fiber now. And just we're 3D printing a lot of components when we're, you know. And, and the thing that is most crazy is I'm not a tiny guy. So, like, I look at you like you say you're 220. It supports a 220-pound person. It can go like eight miles. Yeah. Yeah, I get eight miles all day on it. That is insane to So we, we've actually tested it up. I've got a buddy who's 68420. And it looks hilarious because it looks like... Well, yeah, it's like he's it holding like on and sitting sit, on a purse. It looks like you or I sitting on a shoebox, yeah. right? And then you just hear him go, he, 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 and he turns <laughs> it around, no problem. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't even... How does a person get in? Like, how did you even understand the resources necessary to build something like this? Because I feel like a person like me could dump... I don't have the money, but if I did, I could dump millions of dollars trying to develop something like this. How... How did you even get started? So I grew up as you know as a gearhead, and uh, one of my college buddies and I we uh, both started out in industrial design. We had some uh, some classes together, and I came up with the idea. And the first buddy I thought of was my buddy Boyd. So Boyd had just won the Daytona 200. Uh, so he's a crew chief for uh, uh, MotoGP and he or motor AMA motorbikes. Um, Anyway, so he was uh, he was the crew chief for Triumph, and they hadn't won in 47 years, and he had just won the Daytona 200. So he's at the pinnacle of his career. I give him a call. I'm like, Boyd, I got this idea. And I've just got some, like, you know, very primitive sketches, you know, just laid out. And uh, he comes over, and uh, we sit down in my office for about 10 minutes, and all of a sudden he's just like, he got it. <laughs> so at the, at the pinnacle of his race career, I made him quit, retire, and start building luggage with me. So I mean, why not? Over the last three years, we've probably done 40 iterations, and uh, – um, yeah, it, it, thing, it handles amazingly. Well, you, 
you've ridden it. It's like a little slot car. It's like a little high performance sports car in a in a suitcase. I just got back from San Francisco. <laughs> what I would not have done. We we get dropped off in like the worst last uh, gate at O'Hare when we got home at like ten o'clock at night on Saturday, and I was like, I have no interest in walking this entire way. I would have killed to have this little piece of machinery behind me to just like jet all over the place. Yeah, it, it's great. Like if you're coming, uh, I've been traveling a lot more in the last couple of years uh, because of the business and. I'm constantly doing the blue line. I pop off, and it doesn't. I don't care if I'm in there. I was just gonna say, like people could make you could make the argument like, oh, it's gimmicky or whatever. But then in reality, think about how many times you park in the whatever parking lot or take the red line or whatever you take to your airport. You're 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 going to be walking at least two or three blocks. Forget about in the airport. So I mean, and out it's meant for outdoors as well, right? So it's, um, you know, it's primarily we built this for indoors because it has a it's got a hybrid uh, like kind of like a longboard wheel, yep. but narrower. We had a custom made for for the moto bag. So you still get that like kadunk kadunk when you cross the yeah. the cracks in the sidewalks. So it really is. It's it's built for you know the indoor smoother surfaces. Iteration forty two though. Uh, it's coming. Yeah, so it's <laughs> going to come with it's going to come with some sweet tires. Yeah, we'll get you some off roaders. Get some off road little mud flaps on it. Uh, the next question, when it comes to marketing something like this, I feel like as I mentioned, kind of in the first run through when we were chatting, that there is like a little gimmicky edge to it. Where like. It, you know, it's it's cool. I see a guy riding around on it, like that's no, not going to be real. And then all of a sudden, you see like a bunch of people actually riding. Like this is a real product. Like this isn't a gimmick. It's I think this is like the future of people riding around the airport. Like yeah. why would you walk if you don't have to? Yeah, tra- travel wise, I mean, it just makes a ton of sense. You know, it's it's not a matter of like being lazy or you know, it's it's making you more efficient. Your point A, point B, get it done. Yeah. Um, you know, how many times you see people like hovering around a pole, all charging their devices. So you've got USB ports on it. And there's other suitcases that do that. Um, but you don't have a rideable feature. I was going to say, none that you can drive <laughs> off in. Uh, and then, you know, and to that point, when you talk about how to market something like this, it always helps to get a, a celebrity who likes it. How in the hell did you guys get Drake to ride this thing? Um, actually, uh, one of Drake's uh, good buddies had called up and they wanted to get it for his birthday. <laughs> um, so they, you know, they bought him as a birthday present. And uh, we put his OVO logo on it for him. And then... Uh, uh, a couple of days after his party, I guess, uh, well, yeah, his guy called up and said, you know, one, he loved him, and they yeah. broke him out at the restaurant the night of his party, and they were ripping around the restaurant on him. Um, but uh, two days later, he was heading out of LAX to Australia, and uh, they, they threw up an Instagram for us, which was which was really cool. That's awesome. Um, but, uh, the, one of the things that was just amazing is uh, a year ago, September, um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel invited us on the show, or invited Motobag on the show, yeah. I should say, and his guest was Kaylee Cuoco from The Big Bang Theory. Yep. And she is such a sweetheart. I mean, she's beautiful, kind, awesome. I mean, can't say enough about her. Uh, and she raced Jimmy down Hollywood Boulevard and through like a mock TSA right down the Walk of Stars. Uh, and then later she contacted us and she ordered 170 as gifts for her crew for the 10th Holy season wrap, cow. which was which was amazing. How I mean, much does one of these cost? Like, not if I buy 107 of them, but like, how much is the retail's 14.95, which doesn't kick in till like next week. We're yeah. just going to be going into uh, our our normal online retail platform. Otherwise, we've just we've been an Indiegogo startup. We're officially doing our launch at CES in January this year. Um, uh, but right now they're 12.95 on on a link from motobag.com. Do you, do you see the? Is this? Do you price this out as like a? I mean, obviously it's not luxury, but it's like it's. The average person's not going to spend on this, maybe, or they don't really have the money to spend on this. But, like, do you see the price coming down at some point? Are there being different versions of it where it's more of a, like, I don't even know if you can reduce the technology you've put into, like, or even would you want to, to make it more of a less high-end product? Yeah, our our whole approach to it was, um, uh, one, you know, the quality, safety, um, you know, the yeah. performance of it. Uh, 
So the materials that we're using, even as we're making changes now, <coughs> we're moving from stainless steel to carbon fiber on certain components. Yeah. We're so moving price from is going up. Aluminum down. to magnesium. But we're doing cast, which yeah. actually it comes down, titanium axles. Like, so I don't see it dropping right away, but everything will come down with scale. Um, and it's a luxury item, but it's also, for some people, we found that it's a, it's also kind of a, uh, it's it's a bit of a life changer. Um, so we've got uh, a, a couple of people that have contacted us and, you know, from uh, MS. Um, we have a woman with a malabsorption disease where she has to carry uh, special three two-liter uh, packages of nutrients with a pump and a separate backup pump because she needs to be on it for 20 hours a day. And then she also has an ostomy bag. So for her, it's been wheelchair yeah, you basically, know, yeah. travel all the time. Uh, we built her special bag that carries all her medical supplies behind the moto bag. Yeah. So now she, you know, she goes, I called for assistance. This is on her first trip, which happened to be from Atlanta to Chicago. She's like, well, I called for assistance and you know, the woman met me there and she showed her, you know, all the paperwork on the battery and the moto bag and whatnot. Um, they put her through TSA screening and she's like, that was it. She's like, it's travel palooza for me. She's like, no more wheelchair access. She drove right, you know, right to the gate. Um, got on with her supplies. You know, just, it's a, it's a whole new way for her to travel. Very it's cool. no longer daunting. Yeah, so so I guess this passes right through security, no problems, right? I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's FAA, TSA, IATA, and UN compliance. So we've gone through all the battery testing. The NanoSafe battery that we use is just it's it's amazing technology. I literally could take, you know, any one of the 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 phone or or your laptop batteries and like put it up against our battery. Like we could puncture both of them and whatnot. Like our battery would just like give a little puff, whereas. Other lithium batteries actually, you know, uh, start on turning fire. the fireballs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they burn up. Um, do you mind if I? I don't have to answer this, I guess, but I, I have to ask: How much money did it cost to de- get to this point? Like, how much have you guys sunk into developing something like this? Uh, it's like my friends joke with me. I used, I used to drive a Ferrari, and now I drive a, a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious! Uh, oh my goodness, that's. <laughs> Is that actually true? Did you use yeah, it? Yeah. You know what? It was an investment. I bought it at an auction. I was going to flip it, but then I just liked it too much. But then I actually needed to put money, more money into moto bags. So, so yeah, I literally. It. I literally flipped a Ferrari for a, for a, for a very large backpack. <laughs> that is um, awesome. Uh, what do you see as like kind of the next, next evolution to this stuff? Like how, you know, for anyone else that is trying to build a product, not like this one, but just that is almost inconceivable. What would you tell them? Like, how how did it go about this? Some of the, the things that we didn't have when we started out um, are, like, the community organizations, you know, the co-working spaces like M-Hub, which we joined, you know, this year as soon as they came out. And, uh, I mean, the, the access to that equipment is amazing. Like, yeah. we were doing a lot of it in our little 2,500-square-foot shop. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, we, Bill yeah, thank you a lot, Bill. <laughs> and uh, where we were, you know, actually, we've got 3D printers and stuff, but nothing to quality of theirs. We don't have the access to the CNC machines. Yep. So we've got all these subcontractor shops. So if somebody is out there and they're looking to develop a product, something of physical hardware, a piece of, you know, three-dimensional product, um, any of those maker spaces like, like M-Hub or other ones in your city, like I definitely recommend not only the community and the other people that you can get input from, but the access to the tools, the equipment, you know, uh, different suppliers. Um, you know, in, in retrospect, my co-founder Boyd and I, you know, talked about, like, you know, we probably could have done it in half of the time. Yeah. You know, with with that with the access to that, but it's that also community. it's like one of those things like you're not just learning it, it out like what you're trying to build, but you're also trying to learn like the resources and the supply systems and every other thing that you know if you haven't come from that space, it's like right. And the ability to have that many people around you that you can walk over 
and, and ask somebody a question and get a really knowledgeable answer. Amazing. Where do people go to to buy this or to just watch it? And see um, more? You know what? You can just uh, go to modobag.com, M-O-D-O-B-A-G.com. Um, and then there's a link to our Indiegogo where it's still twelve ninety five for like another week. And then we're going to launch on our platform. It'll be up to fourteen ninety five. Very cool. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. This is incredible. You can catch this episode more at Technori.com. You can download the podcast on iTunes. And, of course, stay connected by following us on Facebook and Twitter at Technori. Or you can follow me at Katoon. Boom, that's a wrap. Thank you.